0: people like learning things online. And they also like things that look pretty on Instagram specifically. And so if you have like, if you convey a certain lifestyle, but you're also teaching somebody something that is already like, you know, viral potential
1: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Money, Mindset, Manifestation podcast. I am so freaking excited to have Arielle here. We are going to dive into all things business, social media, growth, trends, going viral, this i'm selfishly so excited for this episode and we're just going to dive in so for all my business babes out there or inspiring business babes you're definitely going to want to listen to this episode because i just have a very good feeling this is going to be a freaking gold mine. so welcome to the show Ariel. we're so happy that you're here can you please tell the listeners like you know you have an insane story can you tell the listeners more about like your story your growth and how you got to where you are today
0: Yeah, so it all started back in 2020. I got my first job. I was actually a part of the entertainment industry for four years, and I was in New York. I was managing artists, I was managing their careers. And so I learned a lot about Instagram and branding and like, you know, establishing a personal brand at that time, but I wasn't making any money. (laughs) So I had to quit, I had to get a real job but I still wanted to get into entrepreneurship. And so in 2020 is when I released an ebook on how you can grow your Instagram account. Since I've done that for my artists in the past. And I've actually got one of my artists verified. And so I was like, okay, let me release the ebook and share what I know. And so I started my own Instagram page and put out the ebook. That ebook is what scaled to six figures in just 90 days. And it all came... From Instagram sales. It all came from me marketing myself online, learning the algorithm, and just like learning digital selling. And so now I'm here today. I quit that job. (laughs) I'm doing entrepreneurship full-time again, and I'm running a multi-six-figure business from Instagram.
1: Wow. Okay. So there is so much to unpack there. First of all, 2020 was not that long ago. No. This is like very recent. So What were you doing in the beginning that was helping you get that exposure so that when you launched that ebook, it was like a no-brainer sale for people? Like, How did people know you, like you, and trust you to make that sale? So
0: then there were no reels. So I was very focused on just like in-feed posts. And my posts, I wanted to make sure were very valuable. And so every time I shared a post, I was very intentional about it. And I was like, I want people to take away something. I want them to learn from me. I want them to be able to relate to me. And so I had a content strategy where everything I put out either taught people about wealth or real estate or investing or business tips. And so I started gaining a following of people that were like, oh, I could go to her page and learn something. I can, you know, do better financially. I can learn about real estate a little bit. And so I cultivated a very targeted audience. And so when I released that ebook, I only had a thousand followers, but at the same time I was focused on providing value and growing. And so everything came out at the same time. Like not only was I gaining a following, but I was gaining sales at the same time.
1: So just to clarify, you had a six figure launch with a thousand followers.
0: Yes. I started with a thousand, but it started growing at the same time.
1: Wow. That is yep. so, that is such expander energy. So. Something I want to highlight what you saying said was learning. You're helping you're giving people value. And yep. this goes back to one of my favorite Gary Vee sayings, which is give, 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 ask. So you had been giving, 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 giving. So when the ask came along of like, hey, here's my ebook, people were probably like, hell yeah, no. And and what was the price of the ebook? It was like lower end, right? It was yes, yeah, very affordable. It was $20. Okay, people. Do you hear this, $20, six figures. Like Yes. And so do you still apply that learning strategy today? What would you just say to someone who is in that beginning stages of building their audience? What type of, you know, advice would you give to that person who's looking to grow and scale their following? So
0: yes, it's still very important to leave people with something. So whether you are entertaining them or whether you are educating them, people want to come to your page to take away something, right? So I always try to stick my content strategy to inspiring people, entertaining people, or educating people. And I always rotate through all three of those different categories. So anyone that's starting today, all of your content should be should fit into those categories. And I think the number, well I think one of the most beneficial ones is educating people cuz whenever I'm online and I'm learning something, I'm super interested in. Like these little life hacks or like parenting tips, like I start listening more, I start tuning in more. And so once you get really good at teaching somebody something, they get that free game. And then when you go to sell something, they're like, Oh, I learned so much value from the free information, I am definitely going to invest now into like the paid product.
1: Mm. Yes, we are so on the same page, I (laughs) speak the same language. I love that. And so going back to like, Because you grew your social by 150,000 followers in six months. How did you accomplish that?
0: It was very deliberate. So I had a daily routine. While I was working, I wanted to still show up. And so every single day I would research content. I would go through my explore page or I would go through like competitors and I would start studying what performed well. And so I would save a bunch of posts and have a lot of inspiration to draw from. So when I woke up in the morning before going to work, I would go on Canva, I would make my graphic for the day and I would pull from that inspiration of what like went semi viral before, like what people resonated with. And of course I try to make it my own and I posted, it. I posted it every single day for probably for months, like literally for months. And I made sure to engage with everyone. I made sure to show up the way I did. And that was, you know, part of the reason I was so successful.
1: Was there anything that you did that you can attest to, like, the buildup of you going viral? Was there a specific tool you used, a specific strategy, or was it just being consistent?
0: It's probably a combination of both, but there is a level of strategy. So, again, people people like learning things online. And they also like things that look pretty on Instagram specifically. And so if you have like, if you convey a certain lifestyle, but you're also teaching somebody something that is already like, you know, viral potential. So I try to make sure that as a personal brand, I showed my face. I tried to be original. I try to keep my video short. Like when reels were introduced, I try to keep it short and enticing. And I Mm -hmm. always try to have a hook because you have to grab people's attention in the first three seconds. And so if you think about it, what's going to make someone stop scrolling and look at your post? above everyone else's. And so it's just a level of like knowing what quality content is that helps you go viral.
1: Mm. And how do you know what that quality content is? I
0: learned just from studying other people, really. So like try to try to, you know, find three to five accounts that you want to aspire to be like, start studying them and look at everything. Look at Lighting. Look at their angles. Look at the transitions they use. Look at the the words, like their copywriting, the graphics, and start studying everything. And start to mimic it. Start to replicate it, and do it in your own way, your own authentic way. But that's that's really the secret sauce. Is like just understanding what works and what doesn't work, and then also testing too. Like sometimes things flop, and you got to move on. You got to study the data. Analytics helps too. Like once you know, like okay, this post got a lot of saves. This post got a lot of comments. I need to do more of this
1: because this is what people like. Okay, this is such good advice. I'm like making notes as you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear from a lot of people that they feel like it's difficult to be consistent on social. They struggle with the consistency piece. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, consistency is like the foundation of success in every area. So you sound very disciplined, You know, very committed to this growth. How can listeners be more consistent on social? What advice would you give to them?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. So I've come to the conclusion that there are two ways you can show up and be consistent. Either you work it into your daily routine, which is what I did when I first had my job. 8 a.m., I would wake up before my job and make a graphic. At lunchtime, I would post it. And then like either I had a break or something, or I'll wait till after work to engage with all the comments. And so every single day, like I had that woven into my routine. And so it became Mm -hmm. really easy. If that doesn't work for you, you can always like bulk produce content. You can always sit there and batch things out and schedule it. So you don't have to every day think about, oh man, what am I going to post today? You just have it already scheduled. You take like a Sunday, you know, you study your content. You take maybe two, three hours to put two weeks worth of material And then you just schedule it out and then people don't even know that you're away. It looks like you're online, (laughs) but you're actually you prepared ahead of time. So you can either batch content or work it into your schedule.
1: I love that. I love the idea of working into your schedule. I've never actually really heard that before. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that idea. I'm like highlighting that, underlining that. Okay, so I this is like very timely for me because I was listening to a book this morning called Millionaire Habits and or no, like millionaire habits of a millionaire it's by brian tracy love the book and he was talking about what is the one thing that you could do in your business that if you didn't do anything else this would be the most important thing that you do in your business every single day and mm. i had a realization of like shit i think that's social media like i think i think it's like the one thing that if i could remain consistent about to get that brand awareness to get The build a community like create connection and like give value like we've been talking about that needs to be the most important thing and everything else will like fall into place do you agree with that as someone who's achieved so much success in social because it sounds like you mean you built your day around being consistent with social on social is that do you attest that to your success that is completely the reason i'm successful like my whole business (laughs) is online And
0: it's all, I've gained 10,000 customers just through Instagram alone. So yes, for my business, that's absolutely true. And I was able to build that online community. It really wasn't about how many followers I have, like, although I did build a following, but I've been teaching people how they can do it without the following. Like, it's really about the community you have, how many fans you have. Like, you have to start thinking like, okay, these people... I want them to get to like me so they can buy from me. They buy into the person you are. So social media has been the number one reason I've been successful. I think it's the number one marketing, free marketing tool, (laughs) which is why, yeah, I agree with you.
1: Okay, I love that. And I wanna like, I had that thought today and then hopping on this call with you. I was like, yes, we can talk about this. So this is actually inspiring me to just put that way up more on my priority list because i found for me it goes to the bottom of my priority list because you know i'm working Mm -hmm. on all the behind the scenes things i was like okay wait what happens if we flip this and see how that grows and like how that grows the business so you're totally an inspiration for me on this yeah (laughs) so if you were to start over what would your social strategy be today so like best content strategy for 2022
0: Yes. So if I were to start over, I would completely focus on short form video content. So basically reels, I would just post every single day, some sort of reel, if not twice a day, if I'm really trying to be aggressive and grow, but I would make my whole account just reels and still focus on those categories. I would still want to be entertaining one day. And then the next day I want to like teach somebody something and really niche down and think about what content do I want to produce to attract the people that are going to be interested in my business? And so I think video content has that ability because Instagram is really pushing that in the algorithm. Like that's the number one growth method for 2022 is just showing up with reels all the time.
1: Mm, Yes. We did a business analysis of my business for last month, and I think we got like 200,000 impressions and 180,000 of those were from freaking reels. So I can attest to this. It is our number one growth strategy right now. Do you dabble in TikTok at all? Not
0: so much. Like I really want to expand over there, but I've just been putting my reels, my videos from there onto TikTok and have been gaining a following just from that.
1: Oh, but amazing. Yeah. Do you? like remove the emblem like the Instagram emblem or you just put them straight on yeah
0: so I've been doing that because I saved the video before I published it on Instagram so it perfect. doesn't have the watermark
1: perfect okay because yeah. I've heard that both of the sites don't like each other so they see like that watermark they'll like push you right down
0: that is correct yeah you don't want to have the watermarks crisscrossing because they are competitors and they Want original content, so they don't. They will not like promote it as heavily as if you just did it on the platform itself.
1: Okay, so hot tip for everyone: I personally use something called Snap Tick. If I'm taking my TikToks to Instagram, I haven't yet brought my Instagrams to TikTok, but I know that there is a site. I just don't know the name of it, but there there has to be right. something for um, sure. Yeah, it what? marketing stream is bringing you the most amount of clients? Is it reels? Is it static posts? Is it your stories? Is it, you know, email marketing? What is bringing you? What do you feel like intuitively is bringing you the most amount of conversions?
0: Hmm, It's probably reels. It's probably reels, but everything. Yeah, everything works together. So you don't want to just have one type of content. Although like you, you probably want to have majority of reels. It's still good to show up in other ways. You still want to post your story. You still want to use your email list. You still want to use everything that you can possibly do, but reels definitely drives the most traffic and the most conversions for me. And my strategy is that I'll tell people in the reels itself to DM me like a keyword and I'll Mm. close the sale in my DMs, as opposed to telling them, go visit this website, go click on this link, because it's a lot easier for someone to just say a quick word in my dms then for them to do their own homework and be like okay i gotta click her profile then i gotta click her website then i gotta find the resource and then i have to you know go that way it's easier for people to convert in the dms
1: that is such good advice you want to make it stupid easy for people like insanely easy just to and inviting someone to send you like freedom or like ig or like viral in your dms is so much easier than like you said them having to play scavenger hunt finding this thing that you're talking about so Mm. i love that advice so let's keep talking about reels because i feel like it's been a very big theme of this conversation what are some like tips and tricks that you have for maybe going viral on reels or just like making a very good reel that's going to help convert
0: yeah so one you want to have a good setup So good lighting in a tripod is always very helpful. (laughs) And like a camera that's clean, you know, a lot of people forget to clean their camera and it gets all fuzzy or like the quality goes down. So just quick advice, clean your camera before you record. When it comes to the content itself and the material, look for trends, like trending audio I always use. And you know, it's trending audio if it has a little arrow, it's like there's an arrow next to the audio playing, it has the up sign. So you want to use that. And then you want to figure out, okay, how can I make this enticing? Like usually using transitions or like quick camera cuts works really well. And then also thinking about what do people want to see from me? What do they want to learn from me? What do they want to take away from me? What value can I give? And making it fun at the same time. So it's like edutainment combined and having a hook. So people always forget to have, I always have captions in my reels. Just because people don't unmute their phones a lot of the time. (laughs) So you want to capture their attention very quickly with like a header and think about like, okay, from a marketing perspective, how can I reel these people in with my title? How can I grab their attention right here so they watch the whole thing and make it short and sweet and to the point?
1: Mm, Okay, such good advice. Hi, guys. Just going to take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk to you about my favorite thing ever freedom club this is my eight week business accelerator where i teach you all the exact tools that i've used to create a half million dollar business i create this because i want everyone to live a life of time location financial freedom i know what it's like to sit at home miserable with where you are desiring more wanting more wanting to live this bigger life but i had absolutely no idea how to start a business so now that i figured it out i am so excited to teach you exactly how to do the same so this is how to create your launch strategy how to create an offer how to find your why how to create a marketing strategy a social strategy a launch strategy literally everything we also meet weekly where you can talk to me we do weekly q a's to get you unstuck so you are constantly moving forward and building your dream life my goal with this offer is that you're able to have like i said time location financial freedom whatever that looks like for you more time with your family moving to bali able to quit your nine to five it's all happened with your students there and the best part is is that you're connected with a like-minded community so we have community component where you meet and you connect with other like-minded people so that you raise your vibration and we are all together better as a group so if you want to learn more about it hit the application in the link in the comments it's a non-committal application all you have to do is submit then we'll hop on a discovery call just to make sure that this offer is exactly what you need and will get you to your goals so you don't have to go another year with experiencing winter <laughs> or just you can finally start hitting those goals and that big move make that big step Whether it's leaving your job, moving across the country, whatever the heck you want to do, it's all possible with the tools inside Freedom Club. All right, I can't wait to check out your applications and let's get back to the episode. How are you constantly thinking of real ideas? Like, do they come in the shower? Are you just like constantly popping out real ideas? Or what has been your strategy to have consistent content and, you know, never ending content?
0: To be honest, I do not like invent all my reels. Like I do not think in the shower, like, oh, this one I'm going to post. I really go on my explore page. I see what people are doing. And I'm like, how can I make this apply to me? How can I sw- mm. like twist this for my business? Cause it's already working for them. You know, maybe they're being funny. And I'm like, okay, like I could take that quote and I could do this quote for this situation. So I don't really think a hundred percent from scratch. And I think that saves a lot of time and energy. Oh, yeah. Um, Just think like, how can I turn what this person did, what this creator is doing, what this trend is happening, and, you know, apply it over here.
1: Yeah, like we don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Just Mm -hmm. see what's working for other people. Use it as inspiration. Apply it to your niche. Apply it to your customers. And if it's working for them, it's going to work for you. Yeah. How important is a niche? Very,
0: (laughs) very. If you're trying to make money on Instagram, it's very important because you have to figure out who do you want to serve? Who do you want to target? And then you have to curate content around that. That's how you attract your tribe. Like that's how you attract the people that are going to be interested in what you actually have to say. And so Mm. I always tell people, you don't want to start a business page from your personal account. Like if it's your friends and family, don't start all of a sudden getting into business things because they're not going to be interested and they're not going to buy from you because that's not your target audience. And so you have to find those people, you have to define your niche and really figure out what's my ideal client and how can I target them?
1: Perfect. And is there any advice that you give to someone when drilling down their niche, if they're like torn between two or like, what does it take to drill down who your niche is if someone's maybe like unsure of what theirs is?
0: Yeah. So my advice is to think of what is going to be profitable at the end of the day. Like you have Mm. to think the business hat and think like, okay, is there going to be a demand for this content I'm putting out? And then is there going to be a demand for the product that goes along with the content that I'm putting out? You have to do some testing. You really have to do some market research, like figuring out who can I talk to? Like, who's my ideal client? Can I ask them a few questions? Can I get to know them? Can I pull them? And then can I make sure that my content aligns with what they actually want? A lot of entrepreneurs make the mistake of putting out what they want, but it may not be what the people want. It may not even mm. be what the people want to see. So you have to yes. figure out what's in demand. And then once you have a demand, profits are going to be right there. That's, that's the easy part. You have to just do the market research
1: first. Such good advice. So speaking about demand, you scaled to six figures in just twelve months. Can you talk to us around like the mindset of that? Were you freaking out? <laughs> like, like what was the energy of that? I was freaking out because I was surprised. I did not really have a number
0: in mind, to be honest. And I know so many people are like, you need to have like your goals and your sales numbers in mind. But when I first started out, I honestly was like. It'd be really cool if I get $500 extra a month from this. Like that's wow. that was my mindset. So when I made I made $30,000 my first month, I was in complete <gasps> shock. And I think it was because of timing and the fact that I actually had a really good product. So again, it happened in 2020 when so many people were like, I want to build my brand online. I just got laid off. I have more right. time on my hands. I'm working from home. And so it was it was a very opportune time and i think that went into the success of it but i didn't have i was i was surprised i was definitely shocked and i didn't have like my numbers figured out so i had to learn about taxes i had to learn about oh, yes. time management more and a lot of other business lessons during that time
1: i'm really into money mindset and you know the law of attraction and was this receiving this amount of abundance was that normal for you or was this like almost You were like, wait, how did this happen? And almost questioning and almost wanting to push it away. Like, what was the thought around receiving that much money so quickly?
0: I think I had some really good karma going on because (laughs) before that, for four years, I was, again, working with my artists. I was making maybe $100 a week. And honestly, I was just being supported by my parents. Like I was young in my 20s, early 20s. And so my parents were like, you know, you graduated college. We'll support you for a little bit in this crazy dream (laughs) that I had to like make my artist famous. And it didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But for so long, I was so wrapped up in working for them and trying to make it work. And it was, it was stressful. It was toxic. And I think the good karma came because I was just like, I want to figure out how to make money for myself for real. I want to get off my parents', you know, I want to stop being so dependent on my parents and yeah. I want to learn how to be self-sufficient. And so I started reading money mindset books. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read Think and Grow Rich and The Automatic Millionaire. And so I was like, in that time, I had to learn about money to start manifesting money, to start receiving money. <laughs> and I think because of those books, because of the pivot I had in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm done serving other people. Let me actually try to serve myself. Mm. It all took off.
1: Wow. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. I love all the books you recommended. I haven't heard of The Automatic Millionaire. I'm going to listen to that next. Yeah. It's wow. so a good one.
0: It's in depth for personal finance. It's really good to get your whole life together, but it's yeah. good for business. <laughs>
1: Okay, amazing. Thank you for those. So we have Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and The Automatic Millionaire. It's so funny. Think and Grow Rich is like such an iconic book. I find it so dry. And like, I alone in this, like, like, I can barely get through it, but it is definitely a good book. And I love what he teaches. I love that for you. And I love that, you know, abundance of success and how that has just catapulted your journey. We're going to take a big pivot here. And something that I really struggle with is hashtags. Like, do we still use them? Do we not use them? Are they do they actually still work? I don't do we still use thirty, do I use two? Can I please hear from an expert what the hashtag sh- situation is right now?
0: Yeah. So that has changed a lot too. And Instagram announced that you do not need thirty hashtags anymore. You don't even need ten hashtags anymore. They're recommending only up to five now. And wow. they're Also saying, instead of putting it in your comments, to put it in the caption itself. So I think they're Mm -hmm. trying to basically mimic TikTok because it's kind of the same deal over there. Yeah. Yeah. And so they switched up how their hashtags work. It's not the same. It's not as discoverable as it once was. Mm And so to be honest, I don't put too much of an emphasis on it anymore. I do a little bit, but not as much as I did you know, two years ago. So my advice would just be have three to five hashtags. Make sure they're niche down. So you don't want to have hashtag beauty that has a billion posts associated with it, and therefore more competition. If someone's looking that up, you want to have something like beauty expert or beauty makeup artist, or you know something more specific to be more discoverable and searchable.
1: Mm. And I love everything you just said and actually one of my clients has been getting a lot of her clients through hashtags so like hashtags still do work i just don't know what the strategy is here so that is such good advice five hashtags that are niche down in the caption great i can totally do that Uh, okay and i want to know about captions because Mm -hmm. i feel like since tiktok have come out are people still reading captions? Like, what should our captions be? Should they be long? Should be they short? Should we do both? Because I know personally, I don't really read captions anymore. I'm like flipping through Instagram like I flip through TikTok. And I feel like it's changing the vibe of Instagram. But again, that could just be me. I'm a very short attention span. <laughs> so what is your take on caption? And what advice would you give to the audience of like, okay, what cap- what's the caption strategy right now? Interesting that you say that.
0: So, my caption strategy has always been to go longer rather than shorter, just because I want people to get to know me, like me, trust me, right? I'm trying to get them through that through my caption. And so, I walk them through that a lot, or I walk them through, Here are your pain points. By the way, I have a solution. DM me, you know, for it. So, it, it tends to be like a longer storytelling like caption than just something super short. But I've seen I've seen posts work both ways. It's not necessarily a requirement. I do think it's really good if you're trying to develop a personal brand. And so my caption strategy is very similar to like my real strategy where the very first line, I want to grab their attention and I want to stop the scroll. And then after I have that headline, I get into like the body paragraph and I go deeper into what the content was about or like, you know, I emphasize certain things, I highlight certain stuff. And at the very end, I have a call to action. So, whether that's telling people to comment something, to tag somebody else who needs to see this, whatever, or telling them to DM me a certain word if I'm actually selling a product, I always make sure to have that call to action for engagement purposes or for selling purposes.
1: Mm, Yes, I love all of this advice. Such actual advice. So, thank you so much for sharing this. Mm -hmm. I am going to test the longer caption strategy. I feel like it's just a testing, everything is a freaking testing game works, pivoting and adjusting so thank you so much for sharing all that value I have so many notes I'm gonna re-listen to this and like right take more notes I love asking you know successful inspiring women what is your morning routine well right now it looks a lot different now that I have twins (laughs)
0: it's so much different so I'm on, I'm technically on maternity leave. And so I only have three week olds, right? So wow, my congratulations. Mor- Thank you. Wow. <laughs> my mornings are, are crazy now. Like I don't, I don't sleep through the night, you know, I'm up every four hours like to pump or to like feed the kids or like whatever. So my morning started like 5 a.m. Uh, I guess if I even, I don't really have a morning and night anymore, <laughs> but like, let's just say it starts at 5 a.m. I feed the girls, I get breakfast. I try to sleep when they sleep, change their diapers. That's what it's looking like as of recent. When I was working and not on maternity leave, I I still had a pretty lax morning routine. I made sure to eat breakfast. I made sure to have like a 10 minute walk somehow, you know, before lunch happened Um, catch up on emails talk to my team through slack see what's you know what urgent what is urgently needed engage with people online and that was kind of the routine but now it's completely
1: different (laughs) wow two twin girls that is so freaking exciting I'm that is amazing congratulations yeah I can imagine your mornings probably look very different now
0: Yeah, yeah. In fact, I've I've been on a hiatus online, to be honest, like I've just been posting stories only. And I haven't been posting as much because like, I'm, I'm a new mom. And I'm just like, you know, I'm taking some time. I'm taking some time to just like be present.
1: But yeah, good for you. I think that's so important. And I mean, you never get this time back, right? So I think it's so important to like spend it with your family. And just, yeah, being there and watching all this magic unfold. It's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a mom, but I can imagine it's like so exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exciting. It is challenging, (laughs) but it's a good time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, where can everyone find you? Where can we follow you? What type of how can people work with you? Give us all the details.
0: Yes. So you guys can follow me at Ariel Carr. That's A-R-I-E-L C-A-R-R. And I have a bunch of resources. So whether you're, you know, an auditory learner and you you know, a visual learner. I have courses. I have this one called the Instagram Sales Blueprint. So, that's everything about finding a profitable niche, like we talked about, finding a product or service to sell online that you know is going to actually be successful, and how to use Instagram to, you know, the best of, to maximize your potential. So, that's what the resource I have is available, or I have an ebook. I have a free ebook on my website, arielcard.com. Completely free. It's called the five secret types of content that sell, and so that's a freebie. Go ahead and download that. And then, if you want even more information, get the Instagram sales blueprint
1: through my link in my bio. Okay, amazing. And we will link that all up below. I'm definitely signing up for all of this. So, thank you so much, Ariel, for taking your time. I know you're a new mom, so I'm like super honored to for you to be here Mm -hmm. today and share all this value. So grateful. Thank you so much. And thanks, Emma, for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. Yay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys. This is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game changing. If you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life, hypnotherapy is the way. It actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire so if you want this free money hypnosis all you have to do is leave us a review you know honest review how you're feeling about the show take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis you guys, it's going to be absolutely game changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay. Thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use and manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love.